Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Good morning, everybody. In a beautiful fall morning here in Corinth, Mississippi, and uh, our uh, beloved hosts, Tommy Wilson and Wesley Jackson, are at a Living Free conference in Chattanooga, and it's the national conference, and uh, they're kind of uh, superstars over there, so they're over there uh, clucking and doing all the things that superstars do, and and uh, so uh, you are left with me as your host this morning. I have a guest, and it's the same guest as that we had last week, and, and his name is Brett Butler. Uh, he's the director of Crosswind Ministries, and uh, we are going to share some hope uh, with you this morning about a particularly wonderful uh, subject. Uh, good morning, Brett. Good morning. So uh, we're, we, uh, we come to you, uh, uh, probably the hat we're going to wear uh, during this morning is our Crosswind Biblical Counseling hats. Uh, Brad and I are both seminary trained uh, biblical counselors, uh, both certified. There's two national agencies that certify biblical counselors, and Brad is certified by one of them, and I'm certified by the other one, and, um, uh, and so we uh, have have done that to make sure that we're in contact with both of those organizations and have a relationship with both of those organizations. And uh, so we're going to be a, uh, addressing a subject this morning uh, that is a hope uh, subject. And, and I'll tell you this, that no matter who you are, uh, whether you're out there painting a car or you're sitting in an office somewhere, uh, this uh, subject uh, is for you. Uh, you, this subject affects every single human. Uh, it affects uh, all of us uh, for one particular reason. There's not a single person uh, alive uh, that does not hurt people, does not sin against people. There's not a single person alive that has not been sinned against. And so here's the deal. If we're supposed to love each other if that's kind of the big deal to love god and love your neighbor but we keep hurting each other and we do how in the world are we going to navigate that if you want hope in your relationships and 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 by the way some of you think that well the way to do it is just to keep not hanging around people that hurt you well I'll say real simply what I have to say many times in the counseling office. Good luck with that. Because <laughs> you can't find a cave deep enough uh, to get away from the pain and suffering of relationships that are just part of the drill. Brett and I have been doing biblical counseling for many years. And, and Brett, has there ever been a situation in your counseling office ever a single situation that didn't include the need for the recovery of a relationship it's almost as if uh, you're reading my thoughts bobby and uh, that's that's kind of what happens when you hang out uh, like we've been for the last six years and it's definitely been a privilege um, so, um, I, I wanted to, I, I'll answer that. And then I wanted to make one comment about something you just said, um, a mentor of mine and Bobby, it may have, um, very well been you told me one time that, um, that if you stay in relationship with someone long enough, doesn't matter who they are or how close to them you are, they will always let you down. 
And um, sounds a little harsh, almost uh, pessimistic in nature, but I think it's just uh, very truth laden. Um, you know, we are all um, fallen uh, human beings with um, with weaknesses and uh, shortcomings, and so um, we fail each other. And but uh, you know, we are thankful that we have a, a heavenly father that that never fails us. Um, but specifically to address your question to me, um, I had the opportunity to mention last week that um, it is so cool that our counseling ministry at Crosswind. Um, is so diverse. Um, I think I made the the comment that we have uh, counselees as young as 10 and 11 years old, all the way up to people in their 70s and 80s. And, um, and so it's, it's challenging work, uh, but we learn a lot and, um, and we are blessed richly. Um, but to, to kind of make uh, or point to that diversity and how it relates to your question, Bobby. Um, I have never had a um, a counseling relationship that healing didn't depend heavily on um, navigating the waters of forgiveness. Well, there you go, <laughs> and that is a segue into our topic this morning. Uh, that is that if you want to be put back together in relationship, if you want to end up loving each other, uh, and we all do, uh, then you're going to have to learn how to forgive. And that was the pathway that the Lord Jesus provided uh, for his people to be able to love one another, because we just can't love each other until we forgive and unless we forgive. And so we're going to get into the topic of forgiveness. And by the way, let me say this before we go to break, uh, that of all the people that I've worked through the forgiveness on, and I've been doing this myself for 30 years, of all the people I've worked through with forgiveness on, I have almost never met someone who actually knew how to do it. And we're going to talk about that when we come up. It's like everybody will say things to me like, well, you just got to let it go and you, you just got to give it to God. And then I always ask the question, I'll say, well, how do you do that? And when I say, how do you do that? I get a lot of blank stares. Well, we're going to put some clarity uh, in forgiveness today, and you're going to be shocked at what it is and what it's not, and you're going to be helped. We're so thankful for Bain and Bowen Law, for Gatlin Pharmacy, for Subway, for Wilco Realty, and for Living Free and Crosswind, who allow us to have this radio ministry uh, every week where we can provide hope. Uh, to uh, people that are hurting. Uh, and so uh, we're going to go to our break. Thank you, sponsors, for letting us have our radio show. And if you're listening uh, to this radio show uh, and you like it, uh, tell our sponsors about it and use their services. Thanks. Hi, it's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. 
If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here on Highway 72 in Corinth. Summer's come and gone, but what hasn't gone is the deals at our store. We have recliners, $1.99. Lift chairs always on sale. Adjustable beds on sale. Mattresses on sales. Don't forget, we are your inflatable place for your fall parties, and now we're your local U-Haul dealer. Listen, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back to our show. And, and uh, like I said, uh, Wesley and Tommy are over in Chattanooga, Tennessee doing a conference. I forgot to tell you this, that they're going to be concluding their conference by going to the Alabama-Tennessee game. And from what I hear, Wesley has gotten a, a Tommy an orange T-shirt so that he can be a Tennessee fan for the weekend. Good old Rocky Top. <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, but they're going to be having a big time. And boy, that'll be a fun game to watch. Two undefeated teams and both from the SEC, SEC powerhouse. And so, I. Uh, uh, yeah, that'll that'll be a good time. I'm sure a bunch of y'all will be watching those games also. Well, we're back to our subject this morning, and our subject is forgiveness. And Brett, as you well said, uh, forgiveness is one of these non-negotiable non-negotiable relationships. I, I, let, let me tell you. Let me let me tell you. Like you know, when the Lord was doing His prayer, when when He the disciples wanted them to teach Him to pray, and He and he said, all right, if you want to pray, here's how you pray. And he lays the Lord's Prayer out. He could have said a lot of things. I mean, like, here's how he could have said this in the positive. He could have said, uh, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and teach us how to love each other <laughs> or help us to love each other. But rather, what he said was, that, what did he say? He said, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. At the end of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew, Jesus said this, for, I mean like the next verse, as soon as the prayer is over, for if you forgive others their trespass. So here's the deal. He could have talked about anything in the prayer. Mm -hmm. But he didn't talk about anything in the prayer except the forgiveness phrase. And at the end of them, him teaching them to pray, he said, Oh, by the way, that whole forgiveness thing I was talking about in your prayer? For if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I've told many people I haven't found a good soft place to put that in my theological box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you like, and and because the Lord Jesus says this way in the prayer, "Forgive us our debt, 
as we also have forgiven our debtors. So here's how I'm praying to the Lord. Lord, I, I want you to forgive me just like I forgave Brett when he sinned against me. Yeah, talk about a non-negotiable, you know, and I, I think using the word uh, non-negotiable is a, is a soft way to say it, um, <laughs> but to, uh, to, to follow up uh, on the, the so that, that passage that you just referenced, uh, Matthew 6, uh, verses 14 and 15, a little later in Matthew, uh, in chapter 18, uh, just as an example of this being a non-negotiable, uh, Peter came up to Jesus and he said to him, he said, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him as many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. And um, I think it's obvious that Jesus was not talking about literally. He wasn't saying, uh, forgive your brother 490 times and then 491, you can storm away and never speak to him again. That's not what he was saying. Oftentimes, Jesus used a literary tool called hyperbole, which is exaggerated language to make a point. And uh, that's exactly uh, what, he's, uh, what he's doing here and what he's saying, uh, not just to Peter, in the pages of Matthew, but to us here today listening um, here in Corinth, Mississippi. Yeah, so, you know, and seven is the perfect number. If you're a numerologist, you already know this, and he uses this combination of sevens to essentially just say you got to keep forgiving. And, it, and an interesting thing is, is that it's not like, uh, it's not, let me tell you what happens in our counseling room. It's like, it's like, let me give you another way to think about 70 times 7. It's like sometimes the same sin keeps coming back up in my mind over and over again. It's yeah. not like that guy. It's not like Brett keeps punching me in the nose 70 times 7, <laughs> and I have to forgive him every time he punches in the, me in the nose. And that's also true. But, but it, sometimes I get hurt so bad by something that it's hard for me to get over it. And that sin keeps visiting my mind over and over and over again. And the Lord Jesus says, well, it needs to be put to bed then over and over and over again. And so, so you ask the question, you say, well, okay, good deal. We've, we've got it figured out. We need to forgive. And what that means is, is that, uh, and and so what is, you know, what what's all involved with that? And, you know, when we ask people, well, you know, what does forgiveness mean to you? And they say, well, it means let it go and give it to God. And then you say, and, and I'll say to them, well, you're, st you're in my office and it's been 15 years. So how's that working out for you? Yeah. So, um, you know, one thing I talk to all of my counselees about um, is that unresolved um, forgiveness or unforgiveness, if you will, um, leads to bitterness. And bitterness is something that um, can infect everything in your life, um, of course, including your your, all of your relationships, certainly your most intimate and most important relationships. I'm reminded of what Paul says in uh, Ephesians chapter 4. <clears throat> he says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. And then here's the instructional part that I oftentimes use in the counseling room, and I know you do too, Bobby. Be kind to one another. Be tender-hearted, forgiving one another. There's that word, as God in Christ forgave you. So, what's the key to this repetitive offense? Bobby's talking about you're in relationship with someone, or you're just um, you're not even in a deep relationship with someone. You just find yourself being offended by the same person or people over and over again. So, what's the secret to staving off? Um, bitterness. And uh, the key is, is to always be kind. 
to lead with kindness, even when, and especially when, it makes no sense to do so. That's when you apply it. Some would even say double down on it, on kindness and tenderness, understanding that it's probably not personal. It's probably not you. It's much more about them or something they have going on in their life. So love is uh, patient and love is kind. And Mm -hmm. so what God basically says is, well, here's what I need you to do for somebody who's offended you. I need you to lead with love. Uh, And then he says, I need you to lead with love based on forgiveness. And then he gives us this tip, which is what we're going to talk about after our next break. And he gives us this tip. And the tip is this. I want you to forgive each other like God in Christ Jesus forgave you. And one of the keys on understanding forgiveness and I'm telling you our next section, you need to go grab your people and hunker around the radio just for a minute. Because in our next section, I'm going to tell you about a key of forgiveness that will unlock it for you forever. And you'll be able to forgive from now on. And some of these things that have been bothering you that have been bitter have tasted bad. The taste of that is still in my mouth is a good definition of bitterness. You don't want to miss that. And let me tell you another thing that just to talk a little bit for a second about bitterness and we'll go to a break is this. When you're bitter, let's say Dr. Phil, our great station manager, uh, has hurt me and I'm bitter towards him because it was his sin. But Let me tell you something that it's hard to compartmentalize bitterness. And here's what I mean, is that if I'm bitter towards Dr. Phil, I'm also bitter towards you. I'm bitter towards the world because bitterness becomes, it characterizes me. And become, have you ever heard about, well, you don't want to end up a bitter old man or a bitter old woman, right? Well, the usually the problem is actually only one offense that you haven't forgiven. But it so characterizes you that you become bitter towards the world and bitter towards everybody else. And if you know somebody who's bitter, I'm telling you that, it is likely that there's only one offense that they haven't forgiven yet. Mm. And that one offense will take that bitter taste out of their mouth and they won't be bitter towards that person, but they won't be bitter towards you also. What Bobby's saying is that literally um, bitterness can become your default setting. It becomes your filter that everything has to flow through Unfortunately, you know, I've heard it referred to, you know, different things are referred to as cancers. And if if you know anything about cancer, it's this uh, it's this virus that invades the body and it has this way of going and taking healthy cells and turning them into toxic um death-bringing cells, if you will, or cancer cells. And um, and truly, that's the way bitterness um, does uh, with, with, with folks who, who haven't found resolution and, and there. bitterness is the symptom yeah. of unforgiveness. That's right. So yeah. unforgiveness is the problem, but the <clears throat> symptom is bitterness. The symptom is resentment. And if you ever look at addiction literature, they say resentment is the number one offender. Yes. They said of all the things that, that will trip us up and make us go back to our addiction, resentment's the number one offender. Well, if resentment's the number one offender, then forgiveness is the number one healer. And so we're going to talk about an aspect of that that is not talked about much by people. It's the truth. It'll set you free. And uh, so we're thankful again for all of our sponsors, uh, Bain and Bowen Law, Gatlin Pharmacy, Subway, Wilco Realty, Living Free and Crosswind. We're thankful for Tommy and Wesley. We're thankful for football. And we hope that they have a good conference and that whoever they want to win wins and, uh, and that they enjoy that game. We'll talk to you more about forgiveness on the other side of the commercials.
This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about forgiveness, and I promised on this segment that I was going to tell you one of the missing keys in forgiveness uh, that hasn't been thought about. And, and forgiveness ultimately is the word that is pardon, you know, forgive a debt. So like, you know, if Brett loans me uh, $10,000 to buy a new pickup and, and he puts me on payments and, and then I come to, and I haven't paid him for six months and he comes to me and he says, Bobby, look, I'm, you know, you know, you're six months behind, dude. And, and I just tell him, Brett, you know, I don't have any money, man. I just can't pay you. And then he said, you know what, Bobby, I tell you what, um, I'm just going to forgive the whole 10000 well, let me ask you something that had to happen for Brett to forgive me the 10000 And it's a key to forgiveness. For Brett to pardon my $10,000 debt to him, he has to eat $10,000. That's the key to forgiveness. Let me tell you something. When somebody hurts me really bad... They do me really dirty. And I'm talking about, you guys know what you're talking about. You know that person that's been hard for you to forgive. You know what they did and you know what, there's a piece in me. There's something in me, Brett, that says it's not fair and it's not just and it's not right for me to forgive them because if I forgive them, it's like I'm letting them off the hook and they don't deserve to be let off the hook after what they've been done to me. It's not fair, and it's not just, and it's not right. But we saw in Ephesians 4 where, where when God comes to us and teaches us about forgiveness, He says, here's how you're going to learn how to forgive. You're going to forgive the same way God in Christ Jesus forgave you. And so, Brett, it's if it's not fair and it's not right and they and for me to let them off the hook so or, or so, well, how do we respond to that? Very well said, Bobby. Um, 
So, so just know, people listening out there, that yes, we said that forgiveness is a non-negotiable, but we didn't say it's going to be easy. And um, and Bobby is is hitting the nail right on the head, as they say, um, about um, the 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 perceived unfairness uh, associated with godly forgiveness. Um, this takes me. Um, well, actually, it could take me to a couple of different places, but um, but uh, it takes me to Psalm 103 and specifically verses 10 through 14. And and listen to the words of um, of David here uh, talking about godly forgiveness or the way that God forgives us who offend him. David said he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor does he repay us according to our iniquities for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him as far as the east is from the west so far does he remove our transgressions from us as a father shows compassion to his children so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, and he remembers that we are dust. Yes, so, so well, you say that's how it is. So I want you to think about Calvary. I want you to think about that passage. And I want you to think about your sin and my sin. And I want you to think about what it was that Jesus had to do in order to pardon you. And I want you to think about it back to like what I talked about with Brett and me and our $10,000 problem. It's the exact same thing. In order for Jesus to pardon you, He had to eat your sin. He had to drink every drop of the bitter cup of your sins, everyone, and drink them to the dregs. And here's what I mean by that. The only thing that was fair, and the only thing that is fair when you've been sinned against, is for your sins to be paid for in full. So if I'm not going to pay for my sins in full, and God's fair, and He is, somebody has to pay for my sins in full. And we know that the great gospel story is that God is not going to treat me according to my iniquities. But instead, what he's going to do in order to satisfy fairness is that he's going to place the iniquities of his people on his son, the Lord Jesus, because he loves his people. And he's going to kill the Lord Jesus for our sins and send him to the hell that we deserve to go to. Mm -hmm. And then our debts are paid for in full. But Jesus, when Jesus was going to the cross, you know what he said, Brett? He said, Father, if it's possible, mm. remove this cup from me. What was the cup? Mm. He was fixing to have to bear in his body the sins of his people on the tree. The wrath of God. The wrath yeah. of God, but it's because of the death that we owed, not the death yeah. that he owed. And so what he did was, is he said, Lord, I don't want to drink. I don't want to become sick. It wasn't that mm -hmm. he didn't want. He did, he did love us, and he did, but he knew, Lord, if there's another way, Yet not my will, but thine be done. And there wasn't another way. And he had to drink the dregs of God's wrath because of our sin. And God poured his wrath at him full. Well, let, let me just tell you something about you and your neighbor. And let me tell you about the key to forgiveness. Here's the key. No matter how much you wish that you could square it up and make it be fair, and make them pay, you can't. Hmm. They can't undo what they've done to you. 
I've told the story to many counselees. It goes something like this. I try to think of the worst case scenario that I could think of. Suppose you'd just been raped and, and uh, tortured. Uh, and then the person was repentant. And they got you into counseling and paid for it. And then they decided they were going to buy you a house and they were going to buy you a new car every year. And they were going to make sure that not only when your life got all squared away, that they would pay for your kids to all go to college and they would do everything they can. Let me ask you something. Does that pay the debt? Mm. And the answer is no, because you can't undo what you've done. I've seen many, many times people sitting on in, in through the glass curtain and watch somebody be put to death that killed their loved one. Watch somebody take the needle, take the electric chair, put to death because they love the loved one and they're interviewed after. And they'll say something like this. Justice was done, but I don't feel any better because you can't bring my person back. Mm. Listen, friend, I don't care what's happened to you, but forgiveness, one of the aspects of you taking up your cross is realizing that you have to, you have to eat it. Yeah. You have to drink the bitter cup of that person's sin, and there's no way around it. They can't repay. The whole principle of forgiveness is that we have debts. I have a debt to the Lord Jesus, but I also have debts to you that cannot be repaid. And in, in order for us to be squared away with each other, and in order for us to ever be able to love each other and care for each other again, you have to absorb my sin. You have to eat it. You have to drink the bitter cup of what I've done against you, realizing that there's no way that I can ever repay no matter what I did. And that's the key to forgiveness. And it's a key that we don't want to talk about because like Brett said, we said that this was necessary, but we didn't say it was easy. And drinking the bitter cup, and you might just like Jesus say, Lord, if it's possible, I don't want to just finally realize that I just have to eat the sin that's been done to me. It was so horrible. It was so horrific. I don't want to realize it. I don't want to drink that bitter cup. But I promise you, friend, until you do, you can't let it go. Yeah. You just can't. You know, the Bible tells us that salvation is possible for a fallen, broken, and damaged humanity because of the grace of the Lord Jesus. Now, grace is one of those words that we're all familiar with. We see it uh, on marquees. We hear it in church. We name our kids grace. But oftentimes, we really don't understand um, what it is or what it really means. And grace um, is unmerited favor. It means that you get something wonderful, you get something extraordinary and beautiful, and you don't deserve it. My friends, that is the foundation of our faith, that is the foundation of our belief, that is the foundation of Christianity. Um, I want to take us to, to one more quick verse of Scripture. Um, okay, and then we're going to go to a break. So um, the prophet Isaiah said in uh, Isaiah 53, and this was, uh, keep in mind, this was 400 years before the crucifixion. He said, but he, he being Jesus, was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, we are healed. That's grace, my friends. Amen. And, and I just want to be thankful again. Uh, this is a serious subject. It's an important subject. There's never a time where Brett and I do counseling where this isn't part of our counseling, ever, ever. Because the reason we're in the room and need help is because we're stuck 
And most of the times it's because we've been hurt and we don't know how to get on the other side of it. And so we're thankful for our sponsors letting us have this radio show, Bain and Bowen Law, Gatlin Pharmacy, Subway, Wilco, Living Free and Crosswind. Thank you guys for letting us talk about these important subjects so that people can hear and so that God can give them encouragement and hope. We'll see you on the other side. Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here on Highway 72 in Corinth. Summer's come and gone, but what has it gone is the deals at our store. We have recliners, $1.99. Lift chairs, always on sale. Adjustable beds on sale. Mattresses on sales. Don't forget, we are your inflatable place for your fall parties, and now we're your local U-Haul dealer. Listen, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking about forgiveness. And, Brett, I want to do our last segment just asking some basic questions that we get a lot about forgiveness. And one of them is this. The Bible says that when the Lord Jesus forgives us, and when he's, this is Hebrews 8, uh, verse 12, when he's merciful to our iniquities, that he remembers our sins no more. And so a lot of people say, well, you know, I, I'm going to forgive him, but I'm not going to forget. And, and, uh, and so uh, it, it, a lot of times we end up hearing these things. It's like, well, what does God mean about when he says that he doesn't remember our sins anymore? And how is it that we can... How is it that we can deal with that? And, and, it, and it segues into this question. Well, and let, let me say quickly uh, just a thing on that, because then I want to segue and ask you, Brad, about reconciliation, because one of the things that we say is, well, I can forgive him, but man, we, how in the world is it possible that we're going to be friends after what he did to me, right? And so, or, I'm, or how am I going to be able to love him again? And, and uh, so, so 
here's uh, one of the things I want to say about remember the sins no more. When God says that he remembers your sins no more, you just have to take him at his word. Of course, he's omniscient, but he just says, I'm not going to do that. And so you could think of it, I'm not going to think about your sins. And so I'm just not going to do it. And so if you want to think about that, if we're supposed to forgive like God forgave us, when I've pardoned somebody, when I finally drank the bitter cup of their sin, knowing that I can't make it right, knowing that they can't repay, and that I've just um, absorbed their sin into into in, into me, then then what happens is um, I also need to realize this: that my mind will want to bring that sin up over and over again because the pain of it's still not healed, and uh, there's a lot of different other aspects to it, which we could talk about on another show, but. But let me say this, is that when it comes back up into my mind, one of the things I will remember it no more means is that I'm not going to dwell on it. Mm. I'm just not going to dwell on the sin. Because, why? Because you could just say certain things to yourself like, look, I mean, I've, I have already borne that sin in my body, uh, and I've already suffered that sin, and I'm not demanding payment for it. I mean, it's over. I'm not trying to get the person back. I'm not trying to get even. I'm trusting that to God. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I'm trusting all of the justice side of this to God and His mercy, and I'm just not going to try to get even. I'm not going to try to get them back, and therefore, I'm just not going to remember the sin. I'm not going to dwell on it. The other piece of not remembering it is, and I'm not going to bring it up in, to you guys in this room and talk about it because then I'm trying to get you to remember it also, right? Not only am I remember it, but I'm trying to get you remembered, and I want you to get involved in, you know, making this guy pay or this gal pay, you know. And the thing is, so I'm not going to try to get me to make him pay and i'm not going to try to get my neighbors to make him pay at all and but then brett is forgiveness reconciliation do i have to like love the guy i mean god says to love everybody even your enemies and i and maybe forgiveness opens the pathway to that but that guy's really bad and 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 how do i navigate reconciliation as it relates to forgiveness so that's a great question, and it's very important to discuss. Um, so I, I think you have basically two attitudes, if you will, that accompany uh, forgiveness. Um, Bobby mentioned before, you've got this attitude of, well, I'm going to forgive them because God tells me I must do that, but I am not going to forget what they did. The, the, the offense was so severe that there's no way that I'm going to let that go. That's one attitude. Uh, the other one is, is that I'm going to forgive that person or those people because God uh, commands me to do so. However, and I would like to forget, but I don't see how I can. I don't even see how that's possible. As a matter of fact, I think it's impossible because of um, just how um, awful that thing or those things were. Um, and as Bobby said, we just have to take God for his word. Um, he tells us that, um, that he will remember our sins no more. And as people that are filled with the power and the wisdom of his Holy Spirit, we have to believe that we can do that as well. So Bobby touched on not dwelling on things. Um, but what about this, this whole thing with forgiveness and reconciliation? Well, reconciliation um, it, it's a, it's a big word. It's a good word. Um, I, I think technically it's an, a, it's an accounting term, but, um, but whether you're using it in accounting, uh, or in a spiritual text, um, reconciliation means being made right. Okay. So, um, if you forgive someone, does that mean that you're going to have a deep, intimate relationship with that person moving forward? Is that a non-negotiable. And I would just simply say this, God gives us the ability to forgive, to not dwell, and to be able to pursue reconciliation if possible. However, 
um, it doesn't mean that it's a non-negotiable. There are some offenses, there are some relationships that have been damaged and broken to the point where reconciliation is just not uh, reasonable or possibly even... Um, well, and here might be an example of yeah. that. And so the deal is that forgiveness opens my heart to be able to be reconciled. That was what Brett was saying there. But here's the deal that it takes two to tango. It takes two to reconcile. It takes a repentant person and a forgiving person. And if the person's not repentant and doesn't move towards you in love and keeps offending you and keeps, you know, abusing you, like I, we have a lot of people that have been involved in domestic abuse in our office, and 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 there's unrepentance and 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 a lack of uh, a willingness to. Uh, properly relate to one another well then that 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 reconciling bringing back together um won't happen it just won't happen without repentance and and on the other side now let me just say this though what brett said was right what brett said was but it is forgiveness that opens the door and you'll never have reconciliation without it and every believer ought to pursue it pursue peace with everyone romans 12 says at the end of it pursue peace with everyone and of course the means by which you pursue peace at the end of that passage is that we don't repay anyone evil for evil we believe that vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord instead we repay evil with good right and so those are the other things and so brett well, we're wrapping up, and we've talked a lot about forgiveness, what it isn't, what it is, uh, and how to uh, move forward, uh, and some of the difficult things that are hard to talk about. And maybe all we've done is just uh, beg the question where y'all need to come uh, and talk to us uh, um, at our office, and please make an appointment if you need to. These things are hard to work through. They really are, and we uh, have done that with many, many people over the years. And so, um, Brett, uh, how do you how do you summarize uh, what we've talked about, and and uh, give us a uh, give us a push forward? Okay. Um, so, as Bobby said, we would love the opportunity to um, to care for you, fellowship with you, to serve you. Uh, give us a call at the Crosswind Counseling Center if we can help you. Um, one thing that I think is a is a great summary, and, and obviously as a biblical counselor, I'm going to always go back uh, to the sufficiency of Scripture. You know, Peter tells us in 1 Peter 4, 8, he says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. I can't think of a better summary than that. What do you think, Bobby? That's it. That's it. Love covers a multitude of sins and it's the love of God and what he did on Calvary that pushes me towards it. And then it's the, and then it is, it is that that allows me uh, to be able to forgive. I've been loved uh, and therefore I can love. Well, Brett, we always close in prayer. And uh, we're thankful. Uh, Tommy and uh, Wesley, we miss you. We hope that God's really blessing you at your conference. Uh, And uh, Brett, why don't you just pray and ask uh, God to help us forgive. Okay. So, Father, I come to you in prayer. I thank you so much for this beautiful day. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to come together in freedom and just talk about you, talk about your word, talk about relationships and the importance of forgiveness and and loving one another and showing mercy uh, to others so that we ourselves can receive mercy. Um, Lord, just uh, just just continue to show us how to love you better and how to love each other uh, better. And we're just going to give you all the praise and the glory for your goodness. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.